Gossip Nista here, your one and only source into the real lives of New Yorkers and what it's like to live in New York City. So is it all glitz and glamour? Where do you start? What should you know? And who am I? I'll tell you everything you need to know and you'll thank me for it. XOXO, Gossip Nista. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Gossip Nista podcast. I'm your host, Mariana Monks. Thanks for joining me. Today, we're talking beauty in the city with a female-founded NYC business named Glowbar. Rachel Liverman and Neha Gobenbrach are changing the way New Yorkers are getting facials by revolutionizing the stigma behind them. But first, in my last episode, we talked running for Manhattan District Attorney with Tali Farhadian-Weinstein who's a candidate in 2021 here in the city. She opens up about being an Iranian immigrant coming to New York and how that experience has shaped who she is today and also what she's fighting for. So if you haven't tuned in, please be sure to head on over to episode 21 to listen. In my interview today with Rachel and Neha, can I just say that I hadn't laughed as much in an interview as they truly complement each other as business partners friends and I would even say soul sisters. Their back and forth banter is hilarious. The tips they share for new entrepreneurs are something all inspiring new business professionals should hear. Their vibe, very much my vibe and maybe yours. Make sure not to miss their New York Minute speed round with some really real New York tips. Please subscribe, rate, and review the Gossip Nista podcast wherever you're listening. Today marks our one-year anniversary of the podcast, and I'm so thankful for you all listening and supporting. Without further ado, here is my interview with Rachel Liverman and Neha Gobenrat. Rachel and Neha, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. How are you doing? We're good. How are you? We're so excited to be here today. Thank you so much for having us. No, of course. I am the one that is excited and happy to have you both on here. And, you know, we're just going to straight dive into the questions. And the first question I like to ask everyone who comes on is, are you originally from New York? Are you a native New Yorker? So this is Rachel. I am not. I am originally from Boston and I'll be celebrating my 10 year New York anniversary in March of 2021. So I feel like after 10 years, you're like kind of a native, um, but not quite there. You're definitely a New Yorker. I would say so for sure. Being (laughs) one that's been here a year. What about you, Neha? So I am definitely not as native New Yorker as Rachel. Um, Mm -hmm. I grew up in Florida, in South Florida, Mm -hmm. and then most recently spent about seven years in Chicago and moved to New York two years ago to launch Flowbar. Oh my gosh. Okay. We're going to get to that part a little later, but okay. So you, so you're fairly new and, and you came when Globar began. So that is good information to know. So, you know, what neighborhood do you guys currently reside in? We're both in Flatiron. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And our headquarters is also in Flatiron. So we're pretty partial to this neighborhood. It's so convenient. Um, and it's right in between 
both of our studios. So we've got a studio in Tribeca, which was our first baby, and then our Mm -hmm. second on the Upper East Side. So I imagine you have some questions about them. Definitely going to get into Globar and want to just first ask more things about New York. So what has your experience been like as a New Yorker? I know you've been here longer, Rachel. Neha, you've been a little shorter. What has it been like? Yeah, I think for me, New York has been um, like where I came to like realize my dreams and Mm -hmm. grow as a person. Um, Mm -hmm. I always say I'm from Boston and I always say that um, people walk slow in Boston and it's Mm -hmm. kind of like, it's literal and figurative. Like I feel like people literally walk slow on the streets, but also just in life, it's just a slower pace, which actually now I like crave more than ever. But like, Mm -hmm. you know, when I was like 25, I was like, I want to, I want to hustle. I want to like, figure out what I'm meant to do in this world and for my career. And I was like, there's no better place to do that than New York. And so New York has just been like where my dreams have come true. And, and I really like learned about myself. Um, but, uh, you know, I kind of now, as I approach 10 years, I can, I can see why New York can wear on you a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. just in the constant stimulation of like the city. Um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, New York has been like just, the greatest place in the world. And it's where like, I've met the best of friends and where Globar obviously started. Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you for all that. It was lovely hearing all that. And Neha yourself. Yeah, I think, I think similar to Rachel, I, New York for me for these past two years has just been a place where the hustle and energy is continuously matched Um, and it's incredibly motivating as we're starting a business to just be surrounded by other people that are just living in a fast paced environment. Um, and that's everything that New York has been. Perfect. And then have you guys found some things you particularly like about New York versus dislike anything that stands out? Definitely the food for me. Um, I, in Chicago, I thought of myself as a foodie and someone that kind of knew the restaurant scene and liked the restaurant scene. And then I came to New York and it was like starting from scratch and Mm. everyone else was like an expert on the food scene. And I was a novice. Um, Mm -hmm. But now anytime I go back to Chicago or even to Florida, I just find that I'm less satisfied with the food than I used to be. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So the food is one thing you like about New York. (laughs) Yeah. Is that a thing to focus on? No, I think no. That's like why New York is so amazing because there's like always like you'll never hit up all the best restaurants mm-hmm. like or like you'll right. hit up the best ones but you won't hit up all the restaurants in New York ever like no. you could keep trying right. and then everything evolves. I think for me what I love about New York especially during the pandemic was just how pedestrian of a lifestyle it is. Mm-hmm. Like I actually have been thinking about it a lot. Like I try to get my 10,000 steps in a day, which is like a new mm-hmm. thing or a thing that has come back into my life. And right. I keep thinking about like, if I didn't live in New York and walk to work, like if I lived in a suburb, I would get like 200 steps a day and I'd have to like mm-hmm. spend my mornings and evenings just walking to hit 10,000 steps. Right. So like, I do feel like there's that healthier lifestyle aspect there. But what I don't like is walking in the rain and walking mm-hmm snow and like walking and seeing throw up on the street always and Mm -hmm. like 
I mean, it can get kind of grimy, but we don't need to focus on the negative. (laughs) Well, I love how real you were about that and and sharing those things. Thanks so much, guys. Now, okay, so generally this is a podcast that is for native New Yorkers, but also people looking to move to New York. What advice would you give to someone who is new to the city? Ooh, um, I think I would say just say yes to everything when you first move here. There's always something going on every night. And I remember when I first moved to New York, even though things were crazy with starting Globar, I tried to just go to as many things as possible. Um, Mm -hmm. Just so you can expose yourself to all the different things that New York has to offer. Every friend group or every friend will like something else about New York or something different about about New York. And it'll Mm -hmm. let you kind of find what's your New York scene and what's your New York bubble. Um, But just like getting out there and and even if it's not with anyone, even if you don't know anyone, even going by yourself is worth it. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Rachel, yourself? I couldn't agree more than Neha. And as someone who never goes out, um, (laughs) I... But you did when you first moved here. Right. When I first moved here, I definitely did that. Kind of got it out of my system. And um, so I totally agree to that. And I think like, yeah, just saying yes all the time like there's so much to do here um and I think like now seeing a lot of people move out of the city like during the pandemic it's like really take advantage of where you live like the fact that Broadway's closed like I'm like I now that I don't have the option to go to Broadway like go to a show I want to so it's like when it comes back I'm gonna actually like make it a priority to go like maybe quarterly or twice a year at least like to just like take advantage of what's in our backyard no I I completely agree with you on the sense of you know I think people are gonna go that much harder when the city does come you know and reopen after all this because we're missing that liveliness of it right Thanks so much for sharing um, your background there in regards to New York. I'd like to move into our next segment on both of your career as well as, you know, your business, Globar, which is a wonderful facial spa business in New York City with two locations, as you mentioned, in Tribeca and the Upper East Side. What was your career background before even starting your path to entrepreneurship in, in Globar? Great question. And um, we love talking about this um, because mm-hmm. it's so fun to think that someone could see themselves in either of our shoes and see where mm-hmm. the career could go. Um, so for me, um, and this is Rachel, I started my career um, after college uh, at TJX, um, which feels like so long ago. Um, but I started there and was in their buying program and quickly realized that even though I really wanted to be in fashion and thought it was so glamorous, it, um, it wasn't as glamorous as I thought. And I really wanted to be in New York and I was based in Boston at that time. So, um, a friend of mine introduced me to the founders of Birchbox. And so I, um, part of my like journey um, was, you know, given the opportunity to work for Birchbox in its first um, like year. So I was one of the first Mm -hmm. employees there um, and worked on partnerships. So brand partnerships and um, learned as much as I could about the beauty industry through that and networked the crap out of everything. Tanea said yes to everything um, and really got to kind of live that dream New York life that I always had envisioned for myself. Um, 
And then I went on to work for a few other brand, uh, beauty brands. And then um, we started Glowbar. So um, it was about seven years after I graduated college that we started Glowbar. That is awesome. So that's me. And Neha? Um, agreeing with Rachel here. We both love this question. I think something that's so unique about Rachel and I is we both have so much love and pride for our backgrounds, um, which you know is sometimes hard to mm-hmm. come by. Um, so I started my career uh, in management consulting at Bain & Company. Um, spent time there as a management consultant working for companies within the retail sector and the consumer sector. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as a bit of the uh, private equity group that they had there. Um, all of that kind of you know, helped me realize that I felt ready to kind of deploy this decision-making toolkit that uh, Bain and other consulting firms really equip you mm-hmm. with. Um, from there, I spent some time at Glossier working with their C-level team just to think through kind of strategy and growth. Um, and this was, I think, in 2017. Um, and then soon after, uh, left, went back to Bain and then left to start Globar. Oh, wow. Okay. So then you both come from a bit of an entrepreneur start and, and, and you, Neha, specifically in management and business. So, okay. So now the question here is, you know, where did the idea for Globar come about? What was the inspiration? If you got, can you guys describe that moment? Yeah. I mean, Globar came from like, um, a mutual desire to have a new option in skincare. So we were both like beauty enthusiasts, skincare enthusiasts. Um, my background specifically, my family is in skincare. And so my grandmother, um, launched the first, uh, accredited aesthetic school in the country in the seventies. And so it's ingrained in my DNA, but we both like loved skincare and beauty and wanted to make something that was for the modern consumer. And so when we were looking at like what the skincare options were out there, there were just a ton of pain points for us and neither of us really took care of our skin. I think you, Neha, went to the woman in Florida where you grew up and like would go home to go to her. I like would try different things and like never was satisfied, never wanted to pay the $150 on average. Mm. Um, spend the hour and a half in the spa. And so, you know, combined with those frustrations, we were like, we can create something way better, just as effective and really fit into the consumer's lifestyle. And so Glow Bar's 30 minute, super effective, advanced facials came to the world. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. And I've done it. I've been there. I loved it. And this is an amazing business you guys have created. But I'm thinking here, the first question maybe I should have asked is, you know, Neha, I know you mentioned you were in uh, Illinois and and you were in Illinois and you were here, uh, Rachel. How is it that you guys met? When did this happen? And what was the decision to become partners? Because that is an important part in business. It is definitely. And and Rachel and I were actually joking the other day that we often have, oftentimes have people asking us um, how to choose the right business partner. It's like the new kind of dating. So, so you're right. Um, I was based in Illinois. Rachel was in New York. How did we actually come to be? Um, and simply put, we were both looking for each other. Um, Rachel uh, was wrapping up her time at Beauty Blender or was, you know, starting to think about what the right next step was for her. Mm-hmm. And um, had this initial idea of glow bar and was like, you know, I'm, I'm really looking for someone who can align on this vision and mission and 
and help bring this to life. Um, and I similarly was sitting at Bain kind of saying, you know, I'm ready to, to build a company. I'm ready to, to really go down that entrepreneurial path. And, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking for someone to do it with. Um, we both had a mutual colleague and she, uh, she kind of heard me say that to her and she had, you know, spoken to Rachel about something else and heard Rachel say that to mm -hmm. her. And we ultimately, the, that mutual colleague was like, wait, the two of you need to talk to one another and, and you guys need to connect. Um, so we, we had an initial phone conversation and then we had a couple of in-person meetings where, I mean, truly we like just whiteboarded in a room together and mm -hmm. Like if, you know, to anyone that's looking for a business partner, I think like that was such an integral step for us of just sitting in a room and seeing, you know, not just can we, can we, you know, collaborate with one another, but mm -hmm. actually enjoy that process. Um, and I think, you know, both of us left that meeting saying we could sit there for another, you know, 24 hours if we needed to. Um, and I think that's us realizing in our gut that, okay, this is going to work and, and we can really make something come to life. That that gave me goosebumps, and that is so crazy to hear that you guys were one looking for each other, and essentially almost tied yourself into a marriage because that's what a business is with your business partner, and you know, 100%. yeah, and that tip yeah. that you gave, you know, to really just put yourself in a room together to see if you're gelling, to see if the same ideas are bouncing off one another, and amazing, amazing, you guys found each other. The other thing I'll add to that is one of my mentors also said to me, they were like. And make sure you get a drink because they were like, one can be buttoned up, buttoned up the whole time. But when you, when someone has a drink or two, you really get to see them and get to know them uh, in, a, I, in a really transparent way. Did I even drink or did I like <laughs> drink? Like, no, no, no. We both drink. Oh my gosh. I think this is the best tip ever. <laughs> yeah. Except for, I just want to add that Neha, we ordered like a full like thing and like, and I like I love to order as much food as possible, and you you do too. I know. I, I think I was just like I think you were like excited yeah. or something. I don't or like nerve. I don't know what I it was, but either. like we ordered literally the best things from Upland, which is one of my favorite restaurants. Mm -hmm. I think you love it now. Love, yeah, yeah, it's like the best. And we ordered like the pizza, a main dish, an app, and like two glasses of champagne. Yeah. And you like I had to go ate. to the airport. Right. So you like had a few bites and I was left with like this like gourmet, beautiful like meal for two. I know. I don't remember what I did now. <laughs> anyways, Upland's amazing. And yeah. Yeah. That's a New York tip. Go to Upland. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing all that guys. I, I do, Um, you know, I, I want to know, we, we talked about your locations earlier, Tribeca being, you know, initially where Globar began and, and you've recently opened opened up the uh, Upper East Side location. Can, can you tell us a little bit about opening a storefront in New York City, especially during this time? You know, how was it for you guys? How has this whole time and experience been? Was it just like something that made you want to push harder? Was it a little more difficult? Yeah. So, um, and you're asking like in relation to the pandemic. Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so the interesting thing is that Globar Upper East Side was supposed to launch about a month after we all shut down. And so mm -hmm. we, our space was almost ready um, mm -hmm. right when we were going into quarantine. And so, um, you know, like we had everything ready to go. And so what, like, 
made it abundant, like abundantly clear to Neha and I was that like we were going to do anything in our power to get our stores reopened and to keep growing that company. And we had to make some really hard decisions to make for that. And so we talked a lot with our, you know, advisors and investors about hard decisions that we had to make so that we did have a company to come back to and that that Upper East Side location could launch. Um, and Globar has just always been a community business. So we've grown organically. We really love to be a part of communities. So like our Tribeca location, most of our clients are neighbors or people that work in the area. So people that are there every single day and that's where they go grocery shopping. That's where they take their dog to doggy daycare. That's where they get their Starbucks, their cafe, et cetera. Um, and so we felt really proud to open on the Upper East Side because we could become a part of that community and help that community reopen and like stimulate it so that people felt like, you know, their neighborhood was back a little bit. Um, and so was it hard? Absolutely. Was it really challenging to think about reopening with all of these new COVID procedures and processes and safety protocols that we have? For sure. Mm -hmm. But I think to your point, it really put some fire under our butts to get Mm -hmm. these studios opened um, Mm -hmm. and bring back a 30 minute little, you know, respite for everyone in their month. Yes. And I'm one of those not Tribeca location neighborhood people, but the Upper East Side person who's going to go there. (laughs) Yes. Upper East Side. Oh my gosh. So thank you for sharing that, Rachel. Now, you know, um, I would love to ask, like, you know, what has it been like growing a small business if there's time for that? If not, you know, would love to just kind of know, um, you know, what your hope for, for Globar moving forward is. Yeah. Um, so as far as your first question, uh, mm-hmm. what's it been like growing a business? And and again, asking you, you mean in relation to COVID, right? Overall, overall, but yeah, wherever you like to take it. Sure. Um, yeah. So I think growing a business is one that really excites both of us, mm-hmm. especially in the space that we're in and what we're providing. There is a ton of demand for it. And that demand isn't being met today, which mm-hmm. is very exciting and motivating for us because it gives us a reason to grow faster and faster. We know mm-hmm. that if we build a new location, people will come and we don't take that for granted. Um, it's our it's our biggest motivating factor in growing and scaling the business. And so Growing the business has been awesome because we we've proven out a demand for it. Um, in terms of like where we see this company going in the future and how we see it scaling, we, we have a lot planned. We're really excited about the future of what we're providing, and at our mission at the end of the day is to help people take better care of their skin consistently. And we're, mm-hmm. we're going to accomplish that in more ways than one. Um, but starting with our brick and mortar services and and many many locations. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Now, my last question I had, which you already answered a a bit earlier, and it was, you know, if someone was looking to start their own business in New York City, uh, any recommendation tips? Is there anything you'd like to add on there? Or or do you think we should leave it at what you mentioned earlier? Start a business in New York City or open a store? Open, open a a store in New York City. Yeah. Um, It takes more time and money than you think. We heard that over and over again, and, and we didn't believe it until we went through it. Um, okay, we like remind we still ourselves. have to remind ourselves. Um, yeah, opening opening a storefront in New York is is not as easy as you would think it is. Um, it takes a lot of time. A lot of different parties get involved. There's a lot of hurdles, um, and and it costs more than you think because 
the environment is constantly changing. Um, so mm. price you pay to open in New York. Oh, wow. Okay, that is a good tip. Thank you for sharing that. Now, um, I'd like to move on to our third segment for tips on the audience on beauty in the city overall. Let's just get straight into it. What are some top beauty tips in in the city that you recommend for anyone who lives in New York or or is planning to visit more specific to New York? Beauty tips. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, is this Is this really plug Globar, Mariana? <laughs> no. Oh, yes, but also just okay. any specific tips. We get it. We get it. Um, so we'll leave we'll leave the sales pitch for later. Um, but uh, besides Globar, um, my favorite manicure in the city is hands down Gloss Lab. Um, mm. I haven't been back because I, I haven't really been doing my nails, um, besides a pedicure, which was more than needed after, uh, quarantine. But, um, mm-hmm. I think gloss lab has some of like the best manicure. I love their dazzle dry nail polish that they carry. And I love Aaron at IGK for a good haircut. Anyone at IGK is great, but especially Aaron. Um, I'm kind of low maintenance shocker. I know. But I don't really like. I don't do much. Uh, what else, Neha? You like get your eyebrows done. I know. I I hop a lot. I mm-hmm. she does. I, <laughs> I do. Um, but uh, my recent obsession is sugaring, oh, which oh, is right, yes. right next door to Globar. It's the perfect one-two punch on the Upper East Side. Mm. Book an appointment, get a facial, 30 minutes, you're out. Book a sugaring treatment. It's another form of hair removal and. Yeah, uh, I mean, we're all addicted. Yeah. It's changed our lives. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try that. It's actually the best beauty secret in the city right now. Yeah. It's like, don't tell anyone. I've never gotten <laughs> sugaring. And I went finally last week because Neha and then a few of our like team members, like Kaya goes also. Right. And they're like, you get it done. Your skin doesn't even feel like it got like waxed no. or any like exfoliation. And it does, you don't get ingrowns, you get none of the bumps, like anything. It's amazing. Oh, wow. I'm loving that. Loving that. Got to try it because it's right next door and I'm close by. Okay. So yeah. I know you guys are short on time here, but um, lastly, you know, I, you know, beauty doesn't just come from the outside, but it comes from the inside. Is, is there anything you guys live by, avoid, do to kind of just stay young and youthful, whether that be specific foods, vitamins, exercise, things along those lines? I mean, first of all, this is a question for Neha because she's literally like she she's a um, health guru. Um, but I okay, I'll talk from the inside out because that I love right, and that I could talk about that, that yeah. all day. We can cover both sides of it. Yes. So inside out, I believe in living a life of gratitude and manifesting the life of your dreams. And so I start my day every day. Neha's throwing up right now. I start day every day with the five minute journal I write down what I'm grateful for how I want the day to proceed and it just helps ground me Mm -hmm. um and honestly like that's how I take care of like my mental health um Mm -hmm. daily and then I just try to like provide like provide myself like positive affirmations throughout the day to keep myself positive and motivated and energized um and I do think that that keeps you very healthy. Mm-hmm. But I start with 20 minutes on the treadmill. Literally. By a <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, Rachel's, Rachel does. 
the manifesting for both of us. I'm the, like, I'm like a, yeah. Yeah. I'll tell Rachel if I like need something manifested and yeah. likewise, she'll tell me if she wants me to craft a workout. Plan. Yeah. Which exactly. she does. We, we lean into each other's strengths. Um, yeah, for me, uh, I, I love, uh, just getting in some sort of sweat every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I follow an 80, 20 diet. Mm-hmm. So that's 80% healthy, 20% cheating. Mm-hmm. Cheating includes French fries, cookies, pizza. I want you to admit what your ratio has been the last eight weeks. <laughs> okay. My, it's been more like 60, 40. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Tell everyone you go out I, every I, night. I think that's everyone. Eat. That's everyone. I mean, <laughs> this past week it's been 80, 20 again. It has. I think yeah. back up. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, it's exactly what you said. I, I feel the best when I am well worked out, well fed and well read. And Ooh, you're also on new, um, vitamins. <laughs> yes. And I, <laughs> I also now take hair pills. Um, okay. Neha Twent. No, I'm kidding. I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're, uh, they're well bell glam lab. And I swear it has made my nails and hair grow like crazy, but no one will listen to me. And she just cut all of her hair off. So <laughs> we're all, all confused. Um, but yeah optimize your life in the healthcare like segment call at Neha Govit within and really like get to a good mental space yeah call at I love it you guys are like a yin and a yang you kind of balance each other out and that is awesome you know I love that Globar is a female founded you know business and and what you guys are doing I love your facials there where can people essentially, you know, connect with both of you? Globar, give us all the details in regards to to Globar and any 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 last things that I may have missed. Yeah, I mean, give us a follow at Globar, G L O W B A R. It's the coolest bar in town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then I'm at Rachelista, and Love where it. are you, Neha? I'm at Neha Go. And we always are looking to hear from people and help people with their skin. So anything you guys need, um, please feel free to reach out. And thank you so much for having us on. We're so honored that you even wanted to hear us even chit chat about anything. So thank you. You guys have been so much fun. The pleasure was all mine. Thank you for your time. I um, do want to ask you if you guys have one minute. Uh, I like to do this New York Minute segment where I'm just going to speed round a bunch of questions and you guys can answer, uh, you know, the first thing that comes to your mind. Do you guys have one minute? I'll put an, a, yep. a timer too. Go for it. That would be fun. Okay. Fun. Okay. Here we go. And just, uh, so I'm putting the timer. And so are we, should we go every other one? Uh, no, just both say a word when I ask, like you go first and then Neha, like just say the word. Okay. Yeah. Or whatever way. Okay. Ready, set, go. Favorite New York food? Pizza. Pizza. Yeah. Favorite New York neighborhood? Soho. Tribeca. Favorite season in New York? I think fall. Fall. Or spring. I can't choose. Favorite New York tourist destination? None. Central Park. Fine. Mm-hmm. Madison Square Park, Washington Square Park, one of the parks. That's a Favorite question. non-tourist destination? Um, my apartment. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Whiskey Tavern, best bar in the city. That's good. Okay. I think it's getting, I mean, I feel like there. people know about it, but yeah, Larchie's is a good one. Okay, next. Wait, this is so fun. Can we do this no. for <laughs> Favorite holiday in the city? Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. Favorite New York subway line? 
What if I said Columbus Day? <laughs> like, or like veterans, like that would be so random. Wait, what was the last question? Favorite New York subway line? None. The six, because it goes to both global. Oh, oh, that's good. The one, two, three, two? Uh, I don't. I don't know the subways. Sorry. Favorite New York park? Washington Square Park or Madison Square Park? Nice. No. One word to describe New York? Energy. Hustle. Number one tip on how to live your best life in New York City? Leave on the weekends. <laughs> Move. <laughs> and there you have it, guys. I think we may have gone over a minute. <laughs> Hold on. That's- I mean- Definitely include that because it's funny, but like, wait, we need a real answer. We'll get a real answer for that. But like, no, that was funny. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys for playing the New York Minute round. I think we went over, you know, a minute, not 100% sure, but um, you guys did amazing. It was so worth uh, this time. Thank you again for your time. Thank you. We hope to see you soon in studio. Have a great week. Yes, you too. Definitely going to see me soon. Talk soon. Thanks for tuning in to Gossip Mista. Your support means the world. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends. Can't wait till next week's episode? Follow along on Instagram at Gossip Mista to get my latest New York happenings. But if you live and breathe New York City like I do and want even more, go to our website at GossipMista.com, explore, and subscribe to our newsletter to get insider tips first. Lastly, if you have any questions and or scoop on the city, you can email me at gossipnista at gmail.com. Until next time, you know you love me. XOXO, Gossip Nista.